Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text this Sunday, the first Sunday after Trinity, is the Gospel reading, Luke chapter 16. James, the brother of our Lord, wrote by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit in the second chapter of his epistle, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? Faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. As Lutherans, many of us are familiar with this passage. Some of us have had it spoken against us. This is one of those verses that gets turned into a clobber passage. And a clobber passage is what happens when you're in a theological argument or discussion and someone pulls out a verse that is intended to immediately end the conversation. No more questions. And with this passage from James, usually the intent is to quiet us Lutherans who hold with Scripture that good works do not contribute to our salvation. But just because good works do not contribute to our salvation, we do not therefore cast them out. Rather, we agree with St. James, faith without works is dead. What James teaches is what is taught throughout Scripture, that a living faith created by the Holy Spirit through the Word results in good works in the life of a believer. St. Paul, for example, right after saying that we are saved by God's grace through faith, then says, we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. Now, we don't do them to earn anything. Instead, good works are produced in our lives by the Holy Spirit through faith. Where good works are entirely absent, that's where we run into problems. If good works give proof of a living faith, as one of our hymns talks about, not one that we sang today, but bonus points if you find it, if good works give proof of a living faith, what implication does an absence give? This is one thing we learn from the parable today. A true faith formed by God through the word causes us to love our neighbor. Our Lord's teaching today is one where it's easier to understand it if we start at the end and then work backwards. The two men in the parable, the rich man and Lazarus, die. Lazarus goes to heaven, the rich man to Hades. The rich man, being in torment, asked Abraham near the end, I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he might bear witness to them. Abraham responded, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. 
with this interaction, we can see why it is that the rich man ended up in torment. The primary cause of his damnation was not his lack of good works. It was his lack of faith. The rich man recognized that, and he begged Abraham to send Lazarus back from the dead, for then his brothers would listen. Abraham rightly said, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. Thus making us think of what happened after our Lord's resurrection. The rich man hoped that this miracle would create faith in his unbelieving brothers. But what did Abraham point him to instead? The word. Abraham pointed the rich man back to the scriptures, which he had neglected, as the source of saving faith. St. Paul teaches the same in the words that we know. Faith comes by hearing. The Holy Scriptures are the instrument. They are the tool with which the Holy Spirit creates faith. We see this on Pentecost. For example, when many who heard Peter's sermon were brought to faith. The Ethiopian eunuch, later in the book of Acts, as well was brought to faith through the preaching of Philip, when Philip preached to him about Christ from Isaiah 53. We learned about this in confirmation. The jailer in Philippi and his whole family was brought to faith and baptized through the preaching of Paul and Silas. We are saved by God's grace through faith, not by our works. Faith is created in our hearts by the Spirit through the Word. And faith takes hold of the forgiveness which Christ won for us on the cross. Our Augsburg Confession, one of the documents that marks us as Lutheran Christians, written in 1530, uh, June 25th, 1530, so actually a long time ago this week. Our Augsburg Confession then says this. Our churches teach that this faith, faith in Christ, is bound to bring forth good fruit. It is necessary to do good works commanded by God because of God's will. We should not rely on those works to merit justification before God. Later it continues, we teach that it is necessary to do good works. This does not mean that we merit grace by doing good works, but we do them because it is God's will. It is only by faith and nothing else that forgiveness of sins is apprehended. The Holy Spirit is received through faith. Hearts are renewed and given new affections. And then they are able to bring forth good works. We are saved by God's grace through faith. Faith is produced in us by the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit leads us through faith unto good works. Now... Not all good works are the same. 
And, and not all of them are visible to others. Those of you who have been in Bible study, we've talked about this. But good works are present in the life of believers. Jesus said, There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. When faced with such a situation, what should the rich man have done? Something, anything, really. Here is this poor man, sick, lying at your door. It's so bad that, that the dogs are licking his sores. What does it say if you do nothing? Well, that's what the rich man did. He feasted every day. He dressed in fine clothing. Not, not that there's anything wrong with fine clothing and, and eating well. The man, Lazarus, whose name the rich man knew. But for Lazarus, this rich man, while he was feasting and dressing finely, he cared not one shred for Lazarus. And by his lack of love, the rich man showed his lack of faith. Of the two men in the parable, there is one that we mirror more often than the other. And it's not Lazarus, whose name is, means, excuse me, whose name means the Lord is my helper. It's the rich man that we often mirror. St. Paul said we are created in Christ Jesus for the good works that God has prepared for us to do. Our Lord himself said that he is the vine and we are the branches. And what do branches do? They bear fruit. If we take stock of our lives, though, a true stock, what do we find? often a lacking. Now, just as not all good works are the same, because each has been given different abilities and gifts by the Lord, so also we don't all lack in the same way. Some of us have failed in regular church attendance at different points in our lives, maybe, maybe now. Some of us have failed to live in devotion to God's word. We have placed other things as more important in our lives, in our hearts, and our minds than the scriptures. Some of us have failed to diligently encourage our families in their growth in the faith. We have failed to, to talk about the faith with our children, and even if they're adults, our adult children. And together we have all failed to love our neighbors like we love ourselves. For our lack, for our sins, 
and the times that we act as if we were unbelievers. We deserve the rich man's fate. In Bible study on Tuesday, we were in Matthew 14, and and there's a spot where it says this. When Jesus went ashore, he had been on the water, when Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them. Compassion is what our Lord has had on us. He saw us in our wretched state, knowing us and our sin even before we were born. He saw our sin and our lack of love, and he took it in himself. And then he showed us a love of which there is no greater. He laid down his life for us. Last week we heard this in the gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The truth of God's word is clear. Good works do not contribute to our salvation. We do not merit anything by them. But that does not mean that we cast them out. Rather, good works and love are produced in the lives of believers through faith. And faith comes by hearing. May the Lord grant that we who are sinners and by ourselves can do no good thing, may he grant that we would continue to hear and believe his word. And may the Holy Spirit, by his grace, make his word take root in our hearts so that we would also be led to bear fruit in our lives, in faith toward God, in love for him, and in love for each other. Amen. Now the peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.